Ellie Gordon Podcast is a space where you can tune in to listen to topics ranging from wellness to current events. I'm your host, Ellie Gordon, Master of Public Health, Behavior Analyst, and Ayurvedic Practitioner, and I'm thrilled to be with you all. Season 2 will mostly be dedicated to mommies and babies, the good, bad, and ugly. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Ellie Gordon Podcast. I know it's been a while. I was busy brewing and having a baby. I'm happy to be back and we'll be dedicating a lot of this season to the subject of babies and mommies, the good, bad, and ugly. I have to warn you, my editing skills are still subpar, but I guess it will feel more real when you listen to me trying to edit broken sequences, kind of like the past two years. I mean, do we even know what day it is anymore? I think we may be turning a corner though, let's hope. In all seriousness, I will master this editing thing one day, maybe this year, 2022. I'll do my best to release content on a regular basis. It really depends on when I get a free moment between breastfeeding, entertaining a baby, running a household, showering, feeding the dog, brushing my hair. I was able to, what did I do today? I was able to eat a quick breakfast, and I managed to head out to go visit family. I'm lucky to do more than a few of these things a day. You know, all those moms that say being a mom is a full-time job, believe them. It is. Mothers are really, really, really superheroes. Okay, so episode one is about pregnancy, what we all wish we knew about pregnancy. I didn't have the motivation or energy to tap into my creativity during my pregnancy, so I think it's only fair to tell you the truth about pregnancy. I'm not trying to scare you, but here are things I wish someone told me. Let me premise this by saying pregnancy is very individualistic. You may actually have no pain or trouble But most people I think will agree with some or all of what I have to share. Also becoming pregnant and having a soul choose you to manifest from is nothing short of a miracle. Growing another human inside you feels like magic. All I'm saying is I just wish I knew more of what to expect when expecting. You know, like the cliff notes, raw, real version. And I also know that this narrative is not new. And by all means, I know I am privileged. These episodes are meant for others to hear and to hopefully feel less alone and lost on the motherhood journey and to normalize the intricacies that are mothers and babies. First, let's talk about sleep. So sleep during pregnancy. When you're pregnant, you will likely have frequent night wakings either to urinate or you may be tossing and turning, poor sleep quality, your changing hormones are really to blame. Your stress, stress levels are increasing, your body's shifting, there's psychological changes. Pregnancy sleep really prepares you for having a baby, which we all pretty much know means a lack of sleep. When you're pregnant, back sleeping is a no because it can reduce oxygen to the placenta placenta if your vena cava is compressed, so it's advised to sleep on your side, which, you know, isn't favored by a lot of people. I found myself actually the most comfortable back sleeping, but knew I should avoid it as much as possible. One good thing during pregnancy, though, is that you might you might have very vivid, clear dreams, which I thought was pretty fascinating and cool. What helps? So pillows. Pillows are your friends. I loved the U-shaped pillow. You can get that online, or um, I was lucky enough to receive one from my cousin. Naps, 20-30 minute cat naps are your best friend. Your digestion can be another reason for sleep troubles, so... During your pregnancy, your hormones 
and your expanding uterus can create some of that digestion issues. So refrain from eating three to four hours before sleep and you might feel like you have better sound sleep and avoid oily or heavy food in the evenings, which my mom kept telling me, and she's actually right. Whenever I would have that oily, greasy food in the evenings, it would really disrupt my sleep and my digestion. Next, physical pain. So, oh my gosh, there's a whole slew of it. I probably don't have to tell you, but the abdominal pain, one that's not really talked about a lot, is the crotch growing pain. Um, Your hands hurt, your fingers are sore and swell like incredibly. I know my fingers were super swollen. And then it gets harder to breathe towards the end, like the third trimester. There's a lot of round ligament pain, pelvic pain, back pain. 60% of pregnant people complain about back pain. Sciatica, again, joint pain in the hands, fingers, toes, feet, swelling. You might have issues with constipation, diarrhea, or a combo of the two. What helps, you know, I'm all about the oils, warming oils, self-massage. You know, you want to stick with something like simple as far as oils go. Um, Third trimester prenatal massage, amazing. I recommend it. Um, I had it done. If you can get it, do it a couple months before and then a week after my due date. Best thing ever. Um, Pregnancy belly band for support was helpful, especially if you're doing work around the house. really helps. Keeping your body weight in check. Um, If your BMI is normal, the weight gain is advised to be about 25 to 35 pounds. Warm compress might help. Um, I found moving really helped me. um, Just moving around the house. And then for the bowel relief, lots of water, warm liquids like broths. And then for the constipation, you might want to try the Ayurvedic herb Triflo with honey to help relieve some of that constipation. Okay, mental health. Big one, it can be hard to find motivation when you're pregnant. You might find yourself just wanting to stare at a wall. You might not feel like your typical self. And um, you might, you know, want to nest or stay in. Actually, towards the end, the nesting is real. Um, I think that could be a good thing. But uh, you might be on hyper, like, woof, you're going fast, cleaning surfaces, putting things together, putting the nursery together. Um, yes, there's that, you know, pregnancy excitement and glow usually in the second semester trimester when you're not as nauseated and, and all that, but it overall can be a scary, lonely process. And it's weird having your body change on you, feeling uncomfortable or in pain and not being as mobile as you used to be. What helps? Um, easy walks. You might hear a train in the background. Easy walks, music, therapy, talk therapy, but you know, be realistic of what you can do during this time, especially if you're not feeling super like yourself. Um, Try not to make any major changes during this time, like moving or changing jobs or any of that stuff. I actually had, had to move, unpack at the nursery together all like two, three weeks before. It was a giant mess and it was super chaotic, but it is what it is. Um, Finding other moms, support groups. I know during COVID it's trickier, but virtual groups are are typically, or maybe you can find one through your OB or your hospital. Um, Lucky to find good ones. Postpartum is, is a lot easier. Um, next physical changes, there's the weight gain again, inflammation, water retention, 
nausea, which probably should be categorized as pain because it can be super awful. And I don't know who came up with morning sickness, but it can be in the afternoon, it can be in the evening, anytime, and it could be every single day for weeks, or for some people it's the entire time. You get really gross gas, dizziness, and then you may get stretch marks. What helps? You, eating smaller portions more frequently during the day, eating more veggies. I was told if you're hungry um, by an OB, eat more veggies. It'll fill you up. You get your nutrients and vitamins, and there's it's low in calories and fat. And if you're worried about weight gain, know that an average about average of about 13 pounds will drop just by delivering the baby from the weight of the amniotic fluid and the, and the placenta. Join pregnancy workouts if you can. I did one on Zoom, and yes, I was like one of two or sometimes the only one, but um, it's something to kind of get you going. And then nausea vomiting, I found chewing on fresh ginger helped. I know that can be really pungent, but it, it helped. Uh, not a lot of things helped. Chewing on fresh mint leaves helped. Watermelon was amazing for me. Lemon water, eating bland foods, banana, cereal, bread, applesauce, you know those. And then for dizziness, just be mindful. If you're sitting and working on at a desk for a long time, there's less blood flow, so try to take breaks at a timer and walk around the house if you've been sitting for long period time, periods of time or if you're at the office. And then for the stretch marks, if you're worried about that, just really start the gentle oil um, on the abdomen, chest, buttocks after the first trimester before you hop in the shower and just make it a daily habit. Um, as far as nutrition goes, I'm probably not the best person to give advice because it was really tricky uh, for me um, during pregnancy. I do believe like what to eat, how much to eat. I really do believe in giving into those cravings that you, you know, want unless it's something like a really bizarre like you know salami with like ice cream on top i mean you can but i yeah eat include nutrients that contain protein iron folic acid and iodine also make sure you're getting the recommended daily amount of the calcium vitamin d vitamin c um, veggies like carrots, spinach, cooked greens. You can get it all through the veggies and fruits. Fruits like bananas, mangoes, oranges, dairy like milk, yogurt, cheese, grains like cooked cereal, oatmeal, protein like beans, peas, eggs, lentils, lean meats, salmon. What helps? Um, during the first trimester, you don't need to eat a lot of extra calories. In the second trimester, most women need about 340 extra calories a day. And in the third trimester, most women need about 450 extra calories a day. During the final weeks, you may not need a lot of extra calories and you probably won't be gaining a lot of weight um, then either. Remember to take your prenatals. It's really hard to remember towards the end especially, but I found the gummies were a lot easier on my gut. And then, but you know, those nights that you just want to fulfill that craving, go ahead and do it. Um, another one, another thing to, that I wanted to talk about is the birth plan. I mean, there's a whole bunch around this birth plan thing. Um, you know, what you want to include in there. For instance, I want the golden hour with my baby, delayed bathing, delayed cord cutting, um, avoiding Pitocin. Remember, if you're having a hospital birth, um, anything can happen. Nearly one in three women experience trauma during the birthing process process. So what helps? Obviously educate yourself. Have an open, honest discussion with your OB. If you want to write it down, write it down. But really what happens in the moment sometimes is completely out of our control. Um, I was told that, you know, moms who come in who have this like 
four page birth plan, um, all the hospital staff, like the nurses and everyone's like, oh my God, person in rooms B or whatever, um, has this big giant birth plan. And they always, I was told they would always end up with like a C-section or everything in their plan went south. Um, and this is not to say don't make one. You are, it's your prerogative. We are, um, it's your body. And, you know, I think as we go through the pregnancy process and, you know, go to the doctor, all of this, you know, we forget our voice in it all. And I think it's, it's, it's super important to express what you want. And even when you are in the delivery room or before birth, you know, the pre stuff, it's hard to remember that voice or it's hard to, um, remember what you want, but remember Try to remember that you can always say, you know, if something's too painful or if, if you want something, like, do your best to voice it. Of course, the medical professionals um, will want to have the last say or may have you sign a waiver, but um, it's easy to kind of fall into like, oh, well, they're my doctor or they're my nurse. I need to, you know, just comply. Um, so always stand up for yourself you're your best advocate but remember to take your birth plan to a place where it you you're taking your birth plan to a place where it may not fit in aka hospital um select a provider in place that will support it to the best that they can and for instance if you don't want a c-section look at your ob c-section rate look at the hospital c-section rate and i didn't know but there are four p's of a birth plan so there's the First P, which is the person, you, you're at the center of the plan. Then there's the second, the provider, the third, the place, and then they should follow the fourth, follow the plan according to your preferences, beliefs, wishes to the best of their ability. Um, You know, I was told all bunch of things before, um, and it's not to scare you, but, you know, one example is I had a nurse pop in in the beginning and I said, you know, I think I want to delay the epidural, um, try to maybe do stretching yoga. And I was just, it was just like, I was scoffed at, like, are you trying to be some kind of superhero? Like take the epidural. Um, so it's not always, your plan won't always be supported. Um, but I think if you pick a good OB and you try to communicate, um, with the staff, it's, it's, better than, you know, not having any kind of information beforehand. And then, um, and then, you know, if you do go the doula route or the midwife route, also have a plan B because things could happen. Um, overall throughout the pregnancy, you may have constant worries. Your hormones are are raging. Uh, you might be thinking, is my baby going to be okay? Have I felt my baby move in the past? 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Will I have early labor? What will it be like delivering the baby? How much pain will I have, you know, in times of COVID? Like, how, you know, will I have everyone that I want to be in the room be there? It's just, there's a lot. Um, What helped me or what helps could be, you know, meditation, taking time to just sort of reflect on, um, the process as much as you can without going to a dark place but meditating guided pregnancy affirmations I really found those helpful you can find those um online those are amazing 
And then speaking to your baby in utero, and it could feel really far removed, but communicating love to your baby, even if you know you're not in the best state, I think that's helpful. And pregnancy can go by really slow, but oddly quick at the same time. I hope I was able to share some insight about the journey and provide some antidotes to ease any pain you may have or may experience. Um, This season, I'm planning to have some really cool people on, so I'm excited and I'll catch you on the next episode. Until then, stay well.